Hello and welcome to another episode of Unstuck with Hypnopunk, Transformation with Edge. And today's show is entitled 10 Ways to Tell if Someone's Lying to You. And as the trader said, this may save you some money in your wallet, this may save your heart, and this may actually save your life. As I'm going to share with you 10 veritable ways to tell if somebody is lying to you. Coming up, as always, I'd like to give a big shout out for those who have left their five star reviews you remember i love those on google play on itunes on spotify on youtube wherever you listen to this show and that's what lets me know that the word is getting out there so please um, do subscribe to the show do give it a like and do share so we can continue to grow this audience on with the show Number one, look where their eyes are. Now, in modern societies, but been perpetuated by movies, is if someone's telling you the truth, they will look you dead in the eyes. In fact, a liar, if they're lying to you, will look you directly in the eyes. Because this is what they've been programmed through media, through TV, a liar will look at you, will we'll look everywhere, but they won't look you in the eyes. In fact, when we're retrieving information, as neuro-linguistic programming has taught us, is we will look at different quadrants of our, of our eyes to access certain memories, because we spatially store things. So when you ask someone a question, their eyes should move and should typically most of the time go and go what we call a transcendental search, transderivational search, I should say, transcendental as a form of meditation, a trans variational search to retrieve that information. So if you ask someone a question, they do that and their eyes are darting around, it's probably a good idea, a good sign that they are actually retrieving information that could be stored inside their mind. So typically, someone who's telling the truth will look around to different quadrants of their eyes. Number two, look at their head movement. Look at the person who is supposedly, could be possibly lying. Look at their body positioning. Dr. Lillian Black, in one of her books, uh, did a study on many, many people. And when they weren't telling the truth, what they would typically do is they'd move their head away as if they were moving their head away from the lie that just came out of their mouth or physically shifting their body. Now, any any of these 10 ways to assess if someone's telling you a lie, if you take any one of them out of context, some sometimes people will do any one or two of these out of context and it could possibly be telling the truth. But we're looking at an overall a complicit view if they're doing three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of these things when they're telling you some information, the likelihood are is they would be possibly, probably, more than likely lying to you. If they do any more than three of these, I'd possibly postulate to you. And what, what Dr. Lillian Black said is, again, it, it, it's as if those words came out of someone's mouth. They realized it was a lie and they needed to get as much distance physically. So they will either recall their head away from those words that are out there in the ether or their body to get distance between them and the ugly, dirty, nasty lie. So look at people's body posture after they make a statement. 
Number three, look at the eyelids. Now, typically, when somebody's telling the truth in normal conversation, they will blink their eyes five to six times per minute. That's about once every 12 seconds. Sharon Leon wrote a book on lying and telling if people were lying. And what she did in one of her studies in assessing people was realize that somebody who is in the process of lying and is aware that they're lying, they will start to blink very slow, but then they will blink too much. So they'll blink slower to begin with than that five to six times per minute or once every 12 seconds. But then as they're coming to the end, tail end of it, they will blink way too much, 10, 15, 20 times, possibly even more in a minute period. So it's another way looking at people's blink rate to tell if they are being duplicitous, which is a lovely word for lying. Number four. Typically, somebody who's lying will fidget a lot. Specific, but they could also be anxious, they could also be nervous. But specifically, liars tend to fidget around with their nose or their mouth. Oftentimes covering the mouth as if their mouth is betraying to you or to them that they are indeed lying. So look at people's hand position in connection with their mouth or their nose when they're telling what you think may be a lie and their fidgeting rate if they're typically a fidgeter you know them then you need to adjust accordingly but if they're fidgeting more when they're making a statement that you think is a lie than they typically would and you've calibrated them if you know them typically before that's another sign that something isn't right in denver number five words and gestures don't seem to match it's almost as if imagine i'm saying yes but i'm turning my head to indicate no or i'm doing the opposite of that is i'm saying no but at the same time i'm nodding my head people's gestures not correlating with the words they're saying in neurolinguistic programming or nlp for short we call this a lack of congruence meaning they're saying all the right words but there's just something that doesn't feel right something that doesn't add up right at least 90 to 93 percent of all communication has nothing to do with the content i.e the words that are being used approximately 55 percent of communication is non-verbal i.e body languages gestures and so forth and about 27 percent is the timber of our words the pitch of our words and only about seven percent of communication is the actual content the actual words the syntax of words that we're using specifically so by calibrating somebody if you have the opportunity to and then looking when you get that gut feeling that something isn't right that their words are not matching their gestures that's another telltale sign that somebody may not be telling you the truth number six watch their hands they touch their face a lot are they picking at their lips are they kind of cusping at their ears that's another telltale sign that the person who's lying is doing this now they're probably not doing it consciously they're probably not aware of it but sometimes the harder someone tries 
to appear that they're not fidgeting or they're telling the truth, the more of their gestures and their non-conscious movements will betray what's really going on inside for them. And the reason for like picking the lips, picking the face, there's been some studies on this. It's almost as if they're kind of trying to mutate those words, if you are, that are coming out. They know they're not true. So they're kind of like mumbling a little bit and they're kind of as I'm kind of picking up my lips a little bit now as I'm doing that. Maybe I'm not telling the truth here. But they're kind of picking at the lips, picking up those words that are coming out. As a sign, as a, uh, in poker, what they would call a tell. So all these wonderful tools are great, again, if you're playing poker and uh, you've got to read, you've been playing the same people for a time now and you've calibrated what their natural responses are to you and to the game and then what their responses are when they've got a good hand and their responses when they've got a bad hand. This is um, one of the reasons I'm banned from about uh, 27 casinos in Las Vegas and three in Canada. Number seven. Oftentimes liars, when you ask them to recite their story or their lie and you ask for more detail, typically more and more detail will come out and, and the story will change over and over again. And it may only change a little bit, not a big amount, not not amount that, that you see straight away and you're like, oh, that was a huge change. I mean, every time you ask them to recite the story, it changes a little bit, much like if you had a word document and you just made one change to it like you took out a capital T or you took out a period in it and then you saved it it would only change a little bit but over time if you if every time you open that word document you edited it over time when you can compare the original document with the the, the latest generation you'd see they'd almost be completely different documents yes the content may be somewhat similar but so much of the context has changed so that's another telltale sign Oftentimes a great way around this when, when dealing with someone that you feel is, is lying to you is ask them to recite the story, their lie, that you believe to be a lie at least, out of context. So ask them to recite it backwards, the lie, the story, or um, pick on different points and ask them to recite it there rather than it being chronological. Typically when someone's telling the truth they'll be able to tell it forward back and they'll be able to recite certain pieces of it whereas a liar has to consistently think well what's the lie how did it end what was in the middle what was that step before and it takes them more and more time to be able to sell that to you that that is the truth number eight dry mouth and what fbi agents have noticed and this guy called i believe it is david narano who is a retired FBI agent in America, written many books on body languages and telling if people are lying or not, because that was his job for uh, many, many years, interviewing criminals, essentially. And one of the things that he noticed was uh, typically when people are lying, they, their mouth dries up because it's a fight-or-flight response or freeze response. And they have what police would call cotton mouth. Their mouth would dry. They'd be licking their lips a lot, trying to get saliva into their mouth because they realise they are lying and there is a change in the heart rate variable. And there is a lease oftentimes of when someone goes into fight or flight, when they know that they're lying, as the heart beats higher, there's a shot of adrenaline oftentimes, which will often bring in that fear anxiety response, which causes the mouth to be dry. So look for signs that they're sipping more water, drinking more drinks as they're talking to you. 
they're swallowing more they're licking their lips they're playing around with their tongue like Dave Meltzer stuff like that's another way to look and again no one of these things in and of itself proves in any way shape or form that someone's lying but I think if someone's demonstrating three or above of these ten telltale signs someone's lying to you in a conversation then there is a strong possibility that they are not telling you the truth number nine aggressive aggression pointing raising their voice someone who lies sometimes and you call them on their lie they raise their voice it's almost they want to bully you into submission they're pointing their finger at you remember when you point a finger at someone you've got three fingers pointing back i have to count that for a moment my math isn't great <laughs> i wasn't sure if i should add the thumb or not but it's almost like a diversionary point that the angrier they'll get the more they'll raise their voice the more they'll be pointing at you to almost give you that fight flight or flee response or freeze response right there to make you forget about the lie so if they're getting over aggressive for no particular reason that's another sign then they might get defensive if they're telling the truth and you ask them and again that's a difference from someone being really up in your face and uh, up in your grill look out for that number 10 the 10th way to know if someone's being duplicitous to you is their breathing changes perhaps if you calibrated in the beginning they they were a mouth breather but later on they become a nose breather typically when someone's lying their voice fades a little bit and it distances out a little bit oftentimes they'll be speaking from their chest because that fight flight or flee response as opposed to from their tummy so look for any direct big movement changes in their breath so that's the 10 ways to know if someone's lying to you but here are some bonuses here are a couple of bonuses right now to over deliver to you another way of telling if someone is lying to you is are they collar tugging are they neck scratching this is another sign that leading psychologists have noticed when when people have been put under pressure in study situations to tell lies that they'll pick at their neck they'll scratch their neck they've got a collar they'll tug that away as if they're not getting enough air in it as if their temperature's going off because oftentimes their temperature will go up and there will be a color change in their face as well when they're not telling the truth another another bonus is and this was again joe navrano i think i called him john navrano earlier on but joe navrano n-a-v-a-r-r-o the FBI agent what he noticed is oftentimes in his interviews with criminals when someone's lying they'll hold on to a wall they'll hold on to a chair because they almost want to steady their body because their body because their lies have made them a little bit unstable in their mind it's almost like there's a physiological reaction that their body becomes a little bit stable true true or false psychological thing that they'll need to hold on to them to ground them a little bit as they are telling you the lie another way another bonus is oftentimes people will turn away a little bit while they're lying to you and this was put put forth by mr body language himself adam uh, pierce who wrote a book with his wife on body language and on lying one of the bibles on body language and lying actually and he, he postulated he noticed actually working with people that people would lie would oftentimes turn their white body away a little bit or they would turn their head to the side a little bit think of george clooney in er or almost any of his movies he tilts his head to the side like a dog or it rotates it or, or someone will rotate their body a little bit almost again like they're trying to not come at you straight they're coming at you from a weird angle 
with their body as well as their lies something i noticed as well by from from my studies in kinesiology is um once i've set up some muscle testing with somebody let's say it's their arm and it's extended laterally out to them and i'll ask them um, a question i'll ask them a question like the truth like what's your name and you know, for me i'd say my name's luke their arm would be out laterally and i would take two fingers and i would push down and oftentimes i wouldn't be out i'd only be able to push down a couple of inches and their arm would spring up it was, it was very very strong their arm against two of my fingers typically their arm's going to win most of the time when they're telling the truth however when i get them to lie and i get and say oh my name's sue again resisting me but by applying the same pressure my two fingers just just above uh, their wrist if you imagine that the palm was facing down and their arm was out laterally 90 degrees to their side their arm would go down like a ton of bricks immediately even under the instruction of stay strong do not let your arm drop neurophysiologically most of the time in most of my clients when i get them to deliberately tell a lie to prove this point they are weak when i get them to tell the truth they are strong so it's kind of hardwired into us now i'm not suggesting that that your partner or perhaps somebody at work or, or somebody just do somebody a customer potentially that you could ask them to put their arm out and a muscle test and that probably isn't going to be the most discreet way of knowing but perhaps with a partner or a child you could put some of these gently into practice with the muscle testing again not foolproof but in my experiences of working with thousands of thousands of clients probably 90 to 95 percent of the time um, when they lie when they're aware of telling lie even under the instruction of resist they will physically be weaker and when they tell the truth they will be physically stronger and one extra brucey bonus for you right now is how to tell if somebody is lying to you over the telephone would you like to know that even if you couldn't see him to know if someone's lying to your potential client potential partner potential business partner or romantic partner how they if they're lying to you over the telephone listen to their voice calibrate how their voice traditionally sounds and then oftentimes what no what happens especially over the telephone when you can't see somebody because remember it most communication is not the actual words of context it's the timber of the words the pitch of the words is listen to the if their tone changes their timber how they resonate certain words also notice if they if they don't finish phrases or finish sentences that's another indication that they may not be telling the truth over the telephone but you do have to calibrate oftentimes before if you can of what's just a natural way of being are they scattered are they all over the place with their voice going up and their voice going down like that or they're typically more steady most of the time it's always good to calibrate because start of calibration is much like using um, google maps or any kind of map you need to know where you are in order to know how long and trek your journey to where you need to go so you might need to know where you need to go but if you don't know where you are right now then you can't plug that into your google maps or your gps system because you need a start point as well as an end point that's why it's really important to calibrate people basically what cal calibration is a fancy word of just noticing how people are naturally when they come in to see you at the beginning of an interaction where they're most likely telling the truth in a normal natural state of being for want of a better word 
if there's something in your life that's been causing you to feel stuck, be that in your health, be that in your relationships, be that in your career, and you're not quite sure how to fix it or where to turn, but it's getting to a point where you've got to do something about it because it's causing you some kind of pain, be that physical, be that mental, be that emotional then please do contact me on mail at lukenosis.com mail m-a-i-l at lukenosis l-u-k-e-n-o-s-i-s.com and request a 30-minute complimentary unstuck session with me either over the telephone or over some kind of video messaging and please understand this is not a free therapy session this is not a hypnosis session anything like that it's an opportunity to have me in your corner for 30 minutes to brainstorm some ways and um, potentially i can help you to pull yourself out of that hole that you're in to take your life to the next level always believe